Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include QAnon experts, investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I know you have a show to watch, so let me get real quick into this with you. Okay, so Ascended Masters you're watching right now, browse, select, ascend. It's very easy to use. All you have to do is scroll down here. You're going to see the different categories, sessions, courses, products, entertainment, books, conscious business growth. All you do is you simply click on the category that's resonating with you or that you're in need of, and you're going to see a video directory of some of the greatest minds out there. And within five to seven minutes, you'll find out who that person is, what their style is, and if they're going to help you on your your journey called life. It's a very easy, very easy formula to follow right here. And also too, if you're one of those who does have a product or service that you think that will be a benefit to others, and you'd like to be on Ascended Masters, our email is in the description below. It's askspirituallyrawgmail.com. We'll set up a time to chat and see how you can make a difference in the world for people. So hope you enjoying the site, everybody. Thanks for sharing this and much love to you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. We'll see you next time. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Ryan. As always, thank you so much for your energy exchange with us today. And we hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are also having the most fortunate day today. You are going to love our soul brother here, Jerry Sargent. And April's going to tell you about Jerry in just a minute. He came all the way across the pond to spend some time with us. Depends what kind of pond you're at, right? What side of it is. But anyway, we'll learn about Jerry in just a second. So, hey, thanks for staying connected with us. All the links are in the description below. If you haven't already hit that big red button that says subscribe, it lets us know when we get great guests like Jerry on here and turn on that notification bell. So that's when you are aware. So missing anything? Um, just real quick, if you uh, could kindly also share the video, all of us would greatly appreciate it very much. There you Thank go. You so so, so by Jerry, yes. All right, let's talk about Jerry. I love your um image behind you too the lion that's awesome wake up the lions yeah it's a great image okay jerry Sargent. he's the founder of star magic healing he's one of the most sought after healers or none star magic harnesses super powerful extraterrestrial light frequencies to receive energy upgrades open your third eye create prosperity and embrace love he's an international best-selling author and world-renowned for creating rapid shifts within and transforming lives on the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual planes. Awesome. We are so excited for him to be here. Make sure to check out his YouTube channel at YouTube forward slash Star Magic Healing. Yeah, all the links will be in the description below, everybody. All right, brother. Welcome, man. Let's get to know you. It's good to have you here. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it, man. So I want to dive right in if we can. And, uh, you know, so let's talk a little bit about um, this extraterrestrial light frequency. How, how does that work? Like, can you give us a scope of that? Yeah, I mean, uh, the way I kind of sort of like explain it to people that, that are new to it, uh, the best way to describe it is, you know, you've got a, a website, right? And a website might be yellow and you might want to change the color to blue. So what you do is you get a programmer to go into the back end of the system and change the code. Mm -hmm. So a human body is the same. A human body uh, is a biological computer, essentially, and it's downloading data. It's download downloading data from the space around it. It's downloading data from the quantum field, from any soul experiences, past and future. Everything's parallel in, in, this, in, in, the, quantum, in the quantum space, in the now space. And um, everything is just data and information. And some of these data streams are positive, and some of these data streams are not so positive. Some of them cause uh, what enable a human being to be empowered, and some of them, you know, cause chaos and destruction in a human being's, you know, physical reality. So what we do is we basically go into the back end of, of someone's biological computer, their body and the brain, and we use different light frequencies to change the code, just like a computer analyst. That's a great analogy. Yeah. And then so you, you change the code on the back end and then the physical symptoms change on the front end because the body itself is just a communication device. And if you've got, you know, heart issue or eye issues or 
liver issues the body is just saying hey listen brother sister you need to, to look at this but th- we don't know how to read the body and communicate and, and, and listen to this communication so we go to the doctors big pharma whatever we get drugs we you know we, we hand our power over but you know every single human being has the ability to self-heal and 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 me personally i'm not really a healer all i do is facilitate a process by changing the data in the back end which enables the human being to then heal themselves what do you what do you what are you triggering when you go there so when you go in the back end and you're in a, helping enable them what do you can you give us a like a glimpse if you would of what you're what you're triggering to get them to have that aha moment of like oh okay i know where i need to go yeah 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 i mean it depends there's so many different ways you can kind of skin a cat you know and and and, and the thing is it's not really about having that aha moment okay there's ways of creating the aha moment for people by doing it on a more conscious level. But what we do is we go in the back end and we change the data streams and, and the physical healing just takes place. They don't even have that aha moment. You know, we, 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 do, we do the work and then they kind of transition. Now, there may be certain times when you go in and you speak to a human being and you don't even do the back end work. You can just you can you can work on the front end. So, for example, I mean, I'll, I'll give you an uh, an example i mean um oh, there's so many um i had a lady in india okay and um she had she had a blocked up throat she was a, an elderly lady and this was a couple of years back and her niece or someone in her family granddaughter contacted us and said listen you know have a family member she's in hospital she can't eat she can't breathe properly she's on all these kind of tubes she's in hospital is there anything you can do And of course, I always say yes. I never say no. Even if I haven't got a clue how I'm going to help someone, I always commit to it and then just work out how I'm going to do it later. Because the universe always provides once you commit. Mm -hmm. So I went in to do this healing session. And the first thing that we always train people in is, is you've got to open up the fields. So we always ask this question. Please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate the healing of this incredible human being. By asking the question, please show me something I don't know, you're, you're, you're not following a system, okay? And star magic is not a system. When you start to, what, 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 like, say, for example, someone comes in and they say, oh, Jerry, I've got cancer. So you work on it and you manage to facilitate the healing. If another human being comes the next week with the same cancer, you're not going to go in and do the same thing because they're a completely different human. They're a completely different soul with completely different experiences. So you've got to ask the question again and start to play the game again. So... We always ask the question, please show me something I don't know. And that opens you up to the infinite field of possibilities and the universe starts to show you information. And then what you've got to do is is play the game. So with this lady in India, I said, please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate the healing. And the first thing I saw was a a frog. And a lot of people would think, well, there's a frog. What am I going to do with the frog? Like, you know, I'm trying to heal this human being. There's a frog, like, you know, get out of my space. But actually the universe is presenting to you some information. And it's just that your logical brain is, is perceiving it in, in, in the format of a frog. Now, this frog spat some venom out of its mouth and it landed in a, in a jar that just appeared in front of me. So I asked, what am I supposed wow. to do with it? with this with this venom and then a blue light came down from space and came into into the jar then i got a i started mixing it up and and, and and kind of making a potion out of it like in a laboratory and then i got an imaginary syringe i sucked up the liquid and injected it into the back of the lady's neck the next day she walked out of hospital so like what is the frog what is the blue light what is the venom I mean, you can go in and find that information out, but does it really matter? If the universe is providing you with the information, the tools, and you use it and it works, that's great. Now, if you look at a frog and you go into kind of Native American Indian medicine, the frog is all about the throat. Mm-hmm. You know, and this lady had a bad throat. So the universe is bringing in, uh, you know, information and tools that can help you. The blue light is just some kind of frequency that was a healing frequency. And um, the venom, you know, that came out of the frog was obviously it needed to be merged with these light frequencies to create the healing. And all I did was inject it into the back of her neck. And she'd been in hospital for a couple of months. You know, they they were about to switch off her life support machine and and say, listen, there's nothing we can do with her anymore. You know, you have a uh, um, when you were when you were seeing the frog and the venom and the blue light. Are you were you speaking metaphorically? I just want to clarify for our audience. Were you speaking more metaphorically or was this something literally you actually saw a frog and a blue light? you know, shine down. Absolutely. It was, it was there with, with my third eye. It's hundred percent there in, in, in the space, in the quantum field. It's there. Yeah. yeah literally as clear as I'm looking at you two on the screen. 
Mm-hmm. Now, like that is one way of going in and creating healing. Now, the other thing that we've done, we've developed a whole stream of codes. So someone might come to us and say, listen, I've got this particular issue. So we'll say, OK, what we'll do is we'll use this particular code. So what we'll do is we download the code and the code is a load of geometrical um mathematical frequencies blended into uh, a code that we've created in the quantum field which we've meditated on and used over and over and the more people that use it the stronger it gets so we just download it into someone's crown their biological computer it goes into the pineal glands the pineal gland will will download that into every cell of the human body and then healing takes place yeah there's so many different ways of, of kind of playing around with it uh, it just depends, you know, like what the issue is, what's going on with the human. Are they when you're tapping that you got something? No, no, go ahead. When you when you're tapping the your information, you know, wherever that's coming from for you, do you have a have you been able to is is it an entity of sort? Is it a collective that you're that is helped guiding you and showing you or giving you the information? Well, about it was well, back 2009, I got taken up in a spacecraft when I was in New Zealand meditating in a pyramid. And um I got taken to Alpha Centauri. And, and back then, like I wasn't really on my spiritual journey properly. I, I'd started it, but like extraterrestrials and all that was like, it's, it's completely out there. And I thought it was nuts, you know, but I, I was meditating in my friend's pyramid in New Zealand in his garden. And uh, a little space pod comes down and I, I, I take my light out of my body because I've been trained how to do that. I went and got in it and we went through a tunnel and um about three four five seconds came out the other side we're above a beach i got out of the space pod walked up the beach and about 200 blue beings about six and a half seven feet tall and i knew we're on alpha centauri i knew they were lyran i don't i've never heard of lyrans or alpha centauri but this information was just streaming into me Mm -hmm. i started getting information on how long they were pregnant for what food they ate and all this sort of stuff and they gave me a hug and when they hugged me, the, the love that I felt was out of this world. Like it just, I just felt like I was home. And then once they'd kind of hugged me and we kind of had this kind of like reunion, they kind of made way for me to walk up the beach and in through the trees, through this kind of jungly area. And we went to like this big kind of lights. It was like a, a building, like a pyramid cradle of light. And there was a really old blue being in there. Like imagine you went to a, a Native American site and there was an, an elder. It was like a, a liar and elder, like like and, a, a liar and sage. Yeah, kind of like that. Like he just, he just looked like millions of years old, but at the same time, he looked very youthful at the same time, you know. Right, right. And uh, this this being asked me to kneel down, and when I kneeled down on the floor, they downloaded all this orange light and geometry into my into my crown, and and this is where it started, and and that was you know well eleven years ago now. How long did that experience last? Was it five minutes? An hour? I don't even know. Like it could have been like 30 seconds. It could have been two hours. Like it felt like, like when I was there, like there was no time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when I came back into like, my kind of meditation, came back in the craft, back in, it must have been about 45 minutes to an hour. But how long I was there, it's really hard to tell. As soon as it had finished, two of them kind of picked me up underneath my, my arms and frog marched me real fast back to the space pod, stuck me inside, boom. I was back through the tunnel and back in back in the garden. Yeah, it's really hard to tell. Has it ever happened? Have you been able to ever duplicate that experience or something similar to it? That's pretty intense. I've never been I've never been picked up in a spacecraft again, but I've had loads of similar experiences. Yeah. Like when I first started my journey back in 2004, I mean, I used to smuggle drugs for a living and then I was in a car crash and my whole life changed around. And then I, I, I bumped into this lady through a strange chain of events. And, and she um, was she worked for Scotland Yard in the psychic division and she had a past life regression business. And she taught me how to remote view and lots of different things. So I was really lucky at the start of my journey to kind of get upskilled pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I then I, I've had so many incredible experiences. I mean, at the start of my journey, I mean, I was it was like I was researching 2012 and the end of the Mayan calendar and uh, some friends of mine were so curious. We were like babies, you know, we just like, just wanted to know everything. And uh, we went to this kind of little talk that was given by a guy in a place called Basingstoke, just outside London. And we were sat in this like old dated bungalow. There's only about six or seven people there. And this guy was talking and uh, he looked he, he, he well, he, he was talking and I asked him a question. It was a little bit contradictory, but I was curious, you know, and he just stopped and he looked into my eyes and his face disappeared and there was a, a lizard. And I'm looking at him thinking, 
what the fuck what is going on man like in my mind i'm like i'm like you know i'm trying to keep cool as a cucumber on the outside but on the inside i'm like you know this is crazy man and and he held my stare for ages and uh then his face kind of just disappeared and he went back to a human again so like these kind of experiences have happened a lot i mean I, i've had faith encounters with reptilians draconians different beings directly this jerry started happening after the after you were uh you know went on the ship is that when they really started to break out well i i had a few experiences before that i mean the, the encounter with the with this when the guy's face changed was before that but once i came back from new zealand because i went to i moved to new zealand because I thought the world was going to shift so much. I, I got this map, like me and my friends were like looking at all, all, all of this kind of like Mayan calendar stuff. And we got this map from a place called the Matrix Institute in America. And it showed the world flooded and the UK had gone and New Zealand was like quadrupled in size. We thought New Zealand's a safe place to go. So we moved there. We moved there and we stayed there for, for a few knows. years. <laughs> yeah, we just well, you know, I always follow my heart, you know, and just go with the flow. So I'm, I'm always moving and just going places and just just doing what, what what the universe lays down in front of me. But when we went there, obviously, I had this experience with the um, with the extraterrestrials. Um, I started doing. We opened the health and fitness center there, and I started giving a giving back to the community. So this started changing me from being like a really egotistical person that just wanted money and cars and all that crap to someone that actually cared about other people and wanted to do things for humanity. So there was a lot of reasons for going there. It shifted me majorly. But then once I'd had that experience with the the spacecraft, I had to come back. And then when I came back to England, I was out running one morning. And uh, I saw some fairies flying around a tree. So I stopped and I'm looking at them thinking, what, you know, ETs, no fairies. And then an angel came down and he said, my name's Archangel. An angel. Yeah, he said, my name's Archangel Gabriel. He said, you need to write a book. So I said, what's it called? He said, it's called Into the Light. It's about your life. So I ran home. I opened up my computer and um, I just wrote this book in about four weeks. And then once I'd wrote it, I published it. And then I started seeing all the geometry that got downloaded when I was on the spacecraft. And I was saying to my guides, what am I supposed to do with this stuff? You know, I'm seeing this stuff all the time now. They said, you've got to meditate more. You're being lazy, Jerry, start meditating more. So I was getting up every morning at like five o'clock with my son, Josh. We were going into these meditations and we were, we were going to these classrooms underneath the pyramids in Egypt. And I'd sit at these like little old school desks and I'd look left and I'd look right. And there was loads of other humans in there. We went every day for two hours for nine months. And there was a guy at the front of the room and he was getting out these scrolls. And on the scrolls was the same geometry I was seeing in the space and the same geometry that got downloaded. And he was showing us how to use it to heal people. So wow. once that kind of happened, uh, people started coming into my life that needed healing. And I was thinking, let me just see if this stuff actually works. And I was trying it and it was working. And I, it kept, I kept doing it and, and it kept working. And I thought maybe I could turn this into a business. And then my, my ex-wife was in a, in a bookstore and this book jumped out of the shelf. And it was about this guy called Joe the Diviner, who's an Irish healer. And she brought it home and gave it to me. And so I think you need to read this. So I read it. And it was about this guy that had started a healing business in his shed. And I thought, listen, if this guy can do it, I can do it too. So I, I, I got some kind of like business cards made up. I went to a local mind, body, spirit festival, and I was promoting my book into the light, but also energy healing. There was no star magic then. It was just energy healing. And uh, I, I had like a little stand and I said to people, put your name down. And I'm going to draw three names out of the hat at the end of the weekend. And whoever wins, I'm going to give a free healing to. About 70 or 80 people put their name down. I phoned every single one and told them they won just so I could practice. So I had like 70 or 80 people to practice on. So I was working on all those people and, 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 and people were getting good results. So I got loads of video testimonials and just set up a website and just started it. And, and that's kind of, you know, how awesome. it you know? When you went through this experience, how did you, as you got taken into the ship and started going through this journey, it seems like it went very, pretty intense for you. You saw the fairies, Archangel Gabriel. Uh, how did this, uh, or did it change your perspective of the divine, the infinite, you know what I mean? As far as how you previously uh, maybe Lived. perceived it, if you would, or, you know, whatever that source is. Did that, did that change it? Or did you always know that, that this is kind of what I imagine the source to be? Well, to, to be honest with you, like when I grew up, you know, I didn't believe in anything. I, I was very like i don't know i was just a 3d child i suppose like at the time that's what i thought anyway when i look back now i realized that i was being taken 
um, in dream time. Uh, there's a few different things that I've realized since I've woken up and gone back. There's been, there, there was some of my memory was blanked as a child. Like I got raped when I was two months old by my first foster parents. But I know that split my personality to fragment my consciousness to try and control me because I did have a lot of, a lot of knowledge to offer the planet. So they kind of targeted me when I came in. But that's like a whole other story. But growing up as a kid, I had adoptive parents eventually, and they were kind of just completely 3D people, drunk, smoke, just normal 3D jobs. They weren't into anything. I went to church once as a kid, thought it was a load of rubbish. And that was it. Like God, all that stuff. It was just a million miles away from me. I'd never even kind of contemplated it really. So to go on this journey, it was kind of like really new, but the way the universe orchestrated it for me, it really cleverly did it because if I go back to like 2004, uh, my friends and I had a property business and it went tits up. We made millions and then it went bust. And what happened is we got kicked out of our house. We lost all our money, everything. So the universe stripped me of everything. And that was the best thing that happened to me. We got kicked out of our house. I was on the street with my ex-wife and two kids. They were babies at the time and we had no money. I remember going to my mate's house and borrowing 50 pounds to feed them one day. And eventually I actually went back to selling drugs for a little while just to get a bit of cash together to get a new house. So mm -hmm. we ended up renting this property. And then when I was in the property, my I was watching TV one night. My ex-missus comes downstairs and she said, Jerry, every time I close my eyes, I see all these dark images and hear all these dark voices. And she said, when I was pushing the layer, our daughter down the, down the, the uh, street the other day, something was trying to make me push the pushchair into the road in front of the car. Mm. And I looked at her and I thought, you sound bonkers. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I love you. What do you want to do about it? So she said, I want to call, I want to call my friend who's a priest. So she did that. The priest came around the house. She's dousing the house with crosses and putting all this stuff up. And I was sat there thinking, this is like something out of the poltergeist, man. And anyway, she calmed Laura down. Laura went to bed. The next day, I went to see my friend. And I said to him, you know, this weird thing happened in our house last night. I said, what do you make of it? He said, you've got to speak to this lady. And this is how I met my first spiritual teacher. So I phoned her up and she didn't answer the phone. She called me back a little bit later and she said, where do you live? And I said, 316 Richmond Road. That's the only bit of the address I gave her. She said, hold on a minute. The phone went quiet. And then she said, have you been knocking some walls down in your house? I said, well, actually, we've just moved into the house. It's rented. But the previous owner has clearly built an extension. Uh... She said, you've definitely you, you, mm. you, you've got a, an angry old man in your house. Mm. Angry old man. She said, yeah, I've got you've got an angry old man. I said, OK, well, what are we going to do about it? She said, I'll get rid of him for you. So I said, OK, when are you going to come down? She lived the other side of the country. She said, I don't even need to come to your house. I can do it from here. So I thought this is getting stranger and stranger. <laughs> like, she, 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 we parted company on the phone. I went home and I spoke to my missus and I said, listen, I know I didn't tell you this, but I spoke to this lady about what happened last night. And she said, there's an angry old man in our house. And Laura turned around to me and said, I know I've seen him. Oh. So that, that's what got me. That's what got me. That, that's how the universe set it up to kind of like transition. Yeah. And I was like, well, if, if you've seen her and this lady's seen her, you've never spoken to each other. You've got no common friends. There must be some truth to it. So I phoned her back up. I said, listen, I don't know what you do, but I've got to come and see you. So I went to see her. I got regressed into a past life. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like hooked. So I went to see her three times a week for a few years. And I became like, you know, just engrossed in it. I was so infatuated with it. I wanted to know everything. And that's what kind of like, you know, leveled me up a bit, you know. When, when did the accident happen? Was that before or after this event? Uh, that was literally just after I, I was in Romania with my with my wife and kids again. My, my ex-wife was Romanian. We're traveling from uh, back to Bucharest Airport. I was asleep in a taxi and um, the taxi ran three ladies over. What happened is um, oh, Lord. I, I, I was asleep and I just heard a big crash and I wake up, there's glass and there's wind and the taxi's like swaying from side to side. I thought, man, we're in a bad accident. We're either going to hit the oncoming traffic or the car's going to flip. And then all of a sudden we came to a stop and I looked around and there was no cars on the road. There's a big hole in the windscreen. I looked at the taxi driver. He looked petrified. Alea was underneath the driver's seat. Laura and Josh had a glass in their, in, in their oh. mouth and there was blood dripping down my face, but I wasn't cut. I was thinking, this is weird. So I've got out of the car. I looked a few, about 30, 40 meters back up the road 
and there were two ladies. One of them had her ankles cut clean off, and the, the, the other one was okay. A little bit further up the road, there was what looked like a dead body. So I I, I, I checked on the kids and stuff. Um, I walked up the road. Someone had come out from a nearby factory on a, on a mobile telephone. And I looked at the ladies like, with her ankles on the floor. Thought, There's nothing I can oh do. I was fixated with, with, with this dead body. So mm. I've walked towards it. I got within about 10 meters and I saw her soul. And I was shaking my head, like, get out of my head, get out of my head. But it wouldn't go. And I got closer and closer. And then the soul just fizzled into the distance. Mm. And then I looked down at the body and her legs were wrapped up over her head. And uh, it was like someone had taken an old car to the scrap heap. Like this body had the soul no longer had any use for the body. So I saw the kind of like the separation and the connection between the life force and the physical, the physical vessel. And I remember looking up to the heavens thinking, I want a whiskey and a cigarette. I don't smoke and I don't drink whiskey, but it, it was like a, a, a momentum, you know, like yeah. something could walk me up. The universe was saying, come on, Jerry, wake up, man. Like we're atoms and molecules and continuous movement and space. We're not this physical lump on the floor. <laughs> and, and that happens. And yeah, this kind of, that, that woke me up massively. Uh, all when, these- when, you, when you saw the soul leave her body in that traumatic, very intense accident for her, did you get a sense of whether that soul was startled or was it a natural leaving this leaving this pile of whatever? You know what I mean? You know, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't think I had that level of awareness at the time to even tap that. I, I, I was just kind of like just in the moment, you know, and I didn't really think about that. I was like, I've just seen what was inside the body and I was just so grateful when it but but, but it went in a way that I feel that it did transition. You know, um, everything was pretty crazy after that. I mean, we had to go to the police station and um, yeah, and, and, and give statements and, and and it was a whole kind of episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was but it was a beautiful situation at the same time as it being really upsetting for some other people who were involved in it. Yeah. When you went through this metamorphosis, the spiritual metamorphosis, how did your wife or your ex-wife handle it? Was there conflict or did she go along with the ride with you? Well, to start with, we were both on this journey and it was like we were, we were riding the wave together. And then when we got back from New Zealand and, 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 and kind of all the star magic stuff like was, was, was kicking off, like I was saying, come on, you know, come and do these workshops with me because it went so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon, as soon as it started, the blue being that picked me up in the spaceship came back and spoke to me again when I was meditating and the whole town disappeared. And I saw all these dots and these lights. And uh, the being said to me, they're healing centers. You've got to build them. And I said, well, if I build them, who's going to run them? He said, that's why you need to train people. So I ran home again. Uh, I, I designed this training program. And I also wrote a book, Star Magic Heal the Universe, all about the healing modality. Published that, put a training program online for the following February. And people turned up from like Australia and America and all around the world. And I was stood there at the front of the class thinking, why are you here? Like, I just couldn't believe that they'd all come, you know, it was crazy, but it kicked off really fast. And my ex-wife got a bit freaked out and she, I don't know, she, I don't know, she couldn't handle it. She didn't want to handle it. I didn't know whether she wanted to be in the limelight. I wasn't sure, but she kind of retracted and went really into a, a depressed mode. And I really tried to pick her up and carry her. It just didn't work. So we just separated like oil and water, you know? Yeah, I got you. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot. Thank that you for you, sharing yeah, that. thanks. That's a that's because a lot of people are going through that right now. So it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to see how you handle it. Yeah. Um, your interpretation of 3D, 5D that we keep getting thrown out here, right? <laughs> you go with this, this D, that D everywhere, D, D. Can you give us a uh, can you give <laughs> us your interpretation? Is 3D from your perspective, Jerry, uh, and 5D physical, physical realms, conscious realms? Like, how do you perceive them? Yeah, I mean, I think 3D and 5D are still both physical realms, uh, as well as being multidimensional realms. I mean, here in this reality right now, you know, it's very kind of materialistic and ego driven and, and all of this stuff. And as we kind of raise our vibration, we start to re- we'll become less dense for starters. So we realize that, you know, we don't need to put these heavy foods into our bodies. We can we can live off more light drenched foods, biophotons. You know, we can connect to the earth and to the sun and our natural environment actually energizes us and heals us and supports us. And we don't need anything man made to do that at the same time. You know, our hearts expand and that level of love and connection starts to open us up to a space where there's less judgment and there's less, you know, confrontation and and division. And and we start to just love 
everything and everyone and animals and people and even you know, like at the moment, we've got this crazy situation with jabbed and unjabbed, but, and, and that's a, a division thing happening at the moment. But, you know, when you you raise your vibration, you realize that we, we need to love all of those people too. And like, even the, 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 the people and the beings and, and whoever it is, the malevolent forces that are kind of putting us through this, we've got to love them and be grateful for them too, because they're giving us a kick up our ass to, mm-hmm. to shift us into a new paradigm and a new gear faster you know but but 5d and 3d i feel it's just a raising of the vibration it's a an expansion of consciousness and our levels of awareness expand and we start to realize that we're we're so interconnected you know nothing is separate like when i go around and i walk through town or i walk through a field or wherever it is i see the energy and the code that transitions through everybody and you realize it's just data we're all data it's just data and nothing is separate. And I think, you know, all, all we have to do is just, you know, keep drilling into our own hearts and, and realizing that, you know, we're powerful and strong and, you know, we don't really need anything apart from just nature and love and, 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 and each other just to, 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 to get on it. It's very simplistic when you boil it all down. What do you think, man, about like the, uh, the, do you see it this way? I want to ask your opinion. Do you see more and more like a lot of false light workers that are really just coming out more and more in it that you get people like, for example, you talked about the jab and non-jab, and then there's all this energy focused in on what happens about the jab. And that seems to be a whole theme for people. Should we not be a lot of times letting that go and maybe disconnecting from the, the play-by-play and play-by-play of what the intricacies of all these things? Does that not keep us into that matrix if you would or that those dark places by just watching that i mean how do you what do you advise your the people that are in your circle your clients or you know what do you advise them to do when it comes around with all this energy that's happening right now yeah you know what mate that's a beautiful amazing question like it's such an important question you know i, I think it's a balance in it because I don't think we can sweep it under the carpet and never speak about it because I think we need to kind of wake some people up and put the information out. But the information's got to be shared in a way that it's not a fearful way. It's, 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 this is the information. Now, what you need to do is maybe do your research, go into your heart, feel into it and decide what you want to do and make an empowering choice for the evolution of your own consciousness and the evolution of your own human experience. At the same time, for us to be in this world and and create and move into this 5d space um, where the vibration is higher and consciousness is expanded we have to focus on the new a lot of people they want to create magic with the tools that we have in this physical reality why why The, the tools are already here i mean things like houses and cars and watches and boats and all of these material things that people try and manifest when they manifest I think that's just backwards. That's just locking us into the program. What about creating something completely new? Why, why, why can the world not be pink and orange and yellow and violet and, and magical like a rainbow, you know, instead of dark and dismal in certain places? Why are the buildings gray and boring? Why aren't they luminous orange and luminous green? Why can't we create that? Because everything's consciousness. Mm-hmm. so what we've got to do is we've got to tap into into the new and create the new and it's not that it's new because we can only create things that already exist in the quantum field anyway we've just got to tap a different data stream a different information stream and create a new reality and if we all start to do that on mass uh you know get together you know m- meditation focused intent heart you know we can connect our frequencies and we can bring it about really fast but this is why they separate us because they know if we get disconnected, the game's over for them in a heartbeat. Literally, right. in a day or two days, yeah. boom, yeah. that's it. So, yeah, I got gotcha. you. It would have already been over by now. Totally, totally. What are you thinking about, like, the you know, the people that okay, so there's a one side of the people, the division, let's call it, you know, there's the people that are like, okay, you know, I, I'm getting awoke here, and now I need to bring the people that are not awoke with me, and those people that are not awoke push back because you're a freaking lunatic, right? Kind of thing like that. What do you think about that? Do you stay with those people that are close with you and and, and and really do everything you can to bring them along? Or do you give it one good shot and say, okay, I got to keep going. So, you know, yeah. do what you got to do. Like Such an important question again, man. Like, I, I, you know, we're all one and we have to love everyone, okay? At the same time, 
everybody has to make their own choices and their own transition. You can't make anyone do anything. And I think like right now on the planet, I mean, I'll always give everybody one shot. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna turn anybody down, but I'm only gonna give someone the, the information and, 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 and what I feel about their situation. If they decide to run with it, great. If they don't, I know I've planted a, a crucial seed that will manifest and grow. And maybe when a few other people have planted seeds in their consciousness, they'll start to sprout and flourish and they'll shift. Um, all I do is I, I, I work with my platform and people kind of move in and out of the platform. Some people stay there for long periods of time and I just go with the flow. I don't want to coerce anyone or manipulate anyone or or try too hard to, to, to bring anyone on board. I just want to offer the tools and those that are ready are going to use them. And those that aren't are going to think, well, this doesn't work or it's not for me. And, and, and they'll just they'll just drift off by the wayside. And that's cool. And when they're ready, they'll come back or maybe they'll never come back. And that's cool, too, because everybody's on their own journey. I think all we can do is just do the very best that we can in this space. And however that ripples out into the world, it ripples out. And we, we, we can't try and control that. We've just got to give it our everything always and just let everyone kind of, you know, move into that vibration or not, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um with so much dis Thanks, yeah thank you with so much disinformation going on all over even on social media uh youtube obviously the news how do you decipher and what can you share with people to really decipher and boil down and get to the truth yeah i mean you know frequency doesn't lie you know like frequency vibration does not lie and if you're patient and disciplined enough to sit with any frequency, you're going to work out the truth. You know, at face value, you might hear a piece of information and, and, and your conscious mind might, you know, it, like internalize it. And it might feel it might seem like the truth. OK, because you're taking it unconsciously. But once you sit with that for long enough and you internalize it, and you bring it into your heart, you're going to feel whether it's true or not. And, and then and then it just comes down to be, being disciplined enough to trust your intuition, because sometimes what happens is people feel and they know that it's the truth, but then their conscious mind overrides it and they bring logic into the equation. And, and this is why we always say with our healing modality, you know, it's, it's um, rooted in love, not in logic. You know, your heart is your life compass. It's always going to guide you in the right direction. Your mind is a chaotic place. And to, to, to live up here, it's, it's dangerous and destructive. So, it, it, you know, don't believe anything anyone says. I always say to everyone, don't believe anything I say. You know, don't believe anything I say. Like, feel the information and internalize it. And if it resonates with you, run with it. If it doesn't, drop it. Cool. That's perfect. Man, what do That's you, the best way, really. What are you thinking about where people are just really trying to make a shift right now and they're really working through it? I mean, what, what do you think? that you're the divine or the the you know the powers that be that you connect in with there what do they say as far as what people are missing right now i know i, I understand the, the the obvious as far as let's really learn to kind of understand each other's views of life but is there any is there anything that you think that we collectively can be doing right now that we haven't heard of that you think would be like a moment for people to really just you know kind of open up their eyes for uh you there guys you, you kind of glitched yeah, out for yeah, a second yeah, yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. So, so um in the ship did you you come back <laughs> come back man we gotta finish tell me tell me we'll be there man <laughs> yeah i i reckon like i, I act action you know like like this is the biggest thing right now action uh you know a, a lot of people in this spiritual field and, and i think this is a program and this is conditioning because you, know, you look at some of these like really well-known gurus and i don't like to use that word guru but some of these well-known spiritual leaders whatever you want to call them they're indoctrinating people in a certain way and, and a lot of people are told you know just be just surrender sit back you know meditate go into your heart just 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 visualize like manifest like it's all going to take place bullshit that's not going to happen it's only going to take place if we bring physical action into into the mix so we have to start getting together, creating and using our resources, coming together in, in, in smaller communities, larger communities, whatever you've got around you and start to create new ways of being in this world. Whether you can swap apples for a healing session or, you know, your plumber can come around and you can give him potatoes or, or whatever it is. Or we can exchange in different ways to start 
creating new ways of operating yeah. so we don't exactly. the system Mm-hmm. The system keeps people dependent. Yep. So what we need to do is to become independent. And that does take action. And it takes a little bit of courage, a little bit of confidence. Innovation. It does take courage. Creativity. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we got to come together and create create new things, new ways. Mm-hmm. What do you think about karma and destiny, brother? I mean, is that really, uh, is that something we just got to deal with? Or can we burst through it? Can we really burst through it and just really write our story by taking action along the way? Or do we have to, or do we have to pay for the sins of before or after, or remember, or anything like that? Yeah, man, I, my views have changed on this, like over the kind of time, you know. Um, I, I, I've done a lot of past life work, yeah. So I, I do know that when you go into 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 the quantum space, and you you go into certain past lives, and you you bring the aspects of your soul into healing from that past life, where it may have done something like that caught, you know, some kind of energetic output. They might have murdered someone or whatever it might have been. Yeah, that energy is going to come full circle back into your space and it's going to catch you at some point, okay? Now, you're going to have to deal with that in some way, but it's not like everybody thinks, okay? Because remember, it's just data and we are biological computers. So if we want to unplug from that program, it's just like that if you make that choice. You, you don't have to go through all of this pain and all of this anguish and all of this stuff. You know, I think karma, again, I if you translate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, karma translates into action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And really again, making that choice, man. Mm-hmm. Choice. I think this is the biggest word that everyone needs to kind of get. Choice. We have a choice. We always have a choice. And, and if, if, if you if you want to make an empowering choice and, and you take action on that choice, it creates like a vortex of energy. And then the universe kind of propels you and also draws you forwards in, into that choice. And it will support you on that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I really, you know, really aligning with what you're saying there. And thanks for that. So, um, you know, when people meet their your experience, when you're meeting people um, throughout your life, do you come here as soul clusters? People talk about these terms as soul clusters, soul groups. Do you come there or do we just kind of like, boom, we just we just show up and, you know, people are learning along the way and they just kind of merge together or they disconnect from each other? Or do we actually literally just plan this out as some say, okay, we're going to come here and hang out in this generation or this era, if you would. You're going to go through this. You're going to sell drugs. I'm going to do a show. <laughs> we're going to get healed. You know, we're going to go do. Does that really happen like that? Is it is it really mapped out if that's it to that? to that detail yes and no because you've got multiple timelines running so like you can come down into a reality like um like i i I was eventually adopted yeah and my adoptive parents uh my mum she couldn't have babies right now when i did some past life work i went back into the spanish wars and my wife before i went to war was the soul of my adoptive mum in this reality and she was pregnant and I went off to war and I didn't come back. She had an abortion. She, she, she killed the baby. And um, so in this life, she couldn't have babies. But what, what, who did she adopt? The soul of the man that had left her. So we had a mad relationship as I was growing up because of that, you know. But it took me a long time to figure that out. I mean, the first, you know, well, 25 years with her were just very painful, <laughs> you know. I mean, there were some great times. But, yeah, so, um, oh, yeah we do have these kind of soul incarnations where we, we, we deal with certain things. Um, but at the same time, again, you can make a choice in this reality, which might switch you off on a different tangent. But if that happens, you're then going to bump off onto a new timeline when there's other soul experiences and everything flows naturally, you know, depending on which choices you make. Do you ever meet, uh, um, do you ever meet the other realities? Is there a point in time where the, where the, the you, where the Jerry's all merge together and say, okay, boom. Well, like a big part of our training is soul absorption, because like if, if I'm going into a healing session, I want maximum energy right now. I, I'm Jerry here in this now space. But what I need to do is to bring any any or all of as many of my multidimensional selves back home. If I can bring all of my energy from any quantum spaces back into this now space, my energy is just amplified tenfold, twentyfold, hundredfold. That's for sure. So, bringing these multi-dimensional pieces back home is important and, and we have meditation experiences and different techniques for doing that and, and I, I recommend everybody works on bringing 
all of their fragmented pieces back into this now space because it's going to turbocharge you and not just the light ones but the dark ones too because it's we have to master dark and light to be powerful oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, once you connect with your fragmented pieces, let's call them, do they stay with you or do they split off again? Uh, some of them will stay. Most of them will if you integrate them properly. It's kind of um, up to you, isn't it? It's kind of up to you where that. Absolutely. So, so, so some of them will put up a fight. Um, some of them will be hard to integrate because they're, you know, they just don't, they, they want to go off and do their thing. But, you know, if you negotiate and you speak and you, and, and you work at it, you know, you can integrate anything. You know, I mean, we, we have dragon aspects and unicorn aspects and fairy aspects, as well as extraterrestrial aspects and geometrical aspects. And there's so many different layers to us. You know, there might be tree aspects to mountain aspects. So dolphin aspects, you know. I got you. Hey, uh, we're getting down to the uh, end of the show here, brother. I, I love your vibe. I love your energy here. And, um, you know, can you share with us when people go to starmagichealing.com, um, what kind of experience would you like for them to walk away from? You know, what would you really like for them to get out of that? Uh, I, I want them to be free and sovereign. So, you know, like we, we've got tools, um, free tools and paid tools. You know, people can join our facilitator trainings, level one, two, three, and four. They can become an infinity member. Uh, where they get light language transmissions, meditations, yoga, nutrition, masterclasses, all sorts of stuff. I, I want people to, 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 to come to our website and just take a look through and plug into something. It doesn't matter where you come to a free global meditation, come and do free day, seven, you get seven free days in our membership. Come and check it out and just, just bounce into the tribe and, 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 and use the tools to access, you know, your own divine power and, and unleash that lion, that lioness, that sovereign soldier inside of you. You know, I, I just want people to be empowered. I want people to not need me. I want people to not need star magic. Come in, utilize the tools and go and step into your power. You know, I just want everyone to be free, man. Like I want everyone just to elevate and just expand, you know, yeah, I feel you, man. Really nice. You got a great vibe, man. It's you really do. great to meet your spirit, my it's brother. Much love to you. Thank really you is. So yeah, much. for sure. Okay, everybody. Jerry's links are going to be in the description below. And if you're obviously connecting with him, I mean, you know, really just check out what they got going on. It definitely seems tapped in and tuned in. So thank you again, my brother, for your service. Appreciate you doing thank whatever you so can much. do to help us. Thank yep. You. And uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us as you always do. And we'll see you next time thank you so much and together we are turning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world thank you so much for tuning in and remember tune in often tell all your friends and most importantly may all your dreams come true many blessings i'd like to share a story while it may sound fictional it's very real and happening right now in front of our very eyes it's called the great awakening our sisters and brothers that come on Spiritually Raw are doing everything to help expand global consciousness, and in many cases, putting everything on the line to share their messages about what's happening around the world for the greater good of humanity, while exposing the truth of the deep state and the dark forces behind it all. We are living in the most unbelievable times, some may even say biblical, scary for many and yet exhilarating for others. Together we are taking part in getting everyone acclimated to the great awakening process and the exciting new discoveries that lie ahead. The sad part is many of our amazing guests are being heavily censored, socially shamed and outright banned on many platforms for exposing the truth and piercing the veil. By becoming a viewer, you bring your powerful energy towards this global movement of other truth seekers. If you're resonating with our show, please let us know by hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing, turn on the notification, and leave some comments. Together, we will turn the universal key to global harmony and create a unified world. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Thanks and God bless patriots worldwide. Hi, everybody. April and Jay here from Spiritually Raw. Welcome to Spiritually Raw Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. Now, uh, you're probably wondering, why did you guys put this course together? Well, this is truly a compilation of all of our experiences, our ups, our downs, our pitfalls, what's worked, what hasn't worked over the past 10 years. And the number one question that we continually get literally to this day is, 
How are you guys making money broadcasting? So we figured we'd put together a course because there's no better time than right now for everyone to get off the bleachers and start speaking to help raise the vibration of the planet. So we put together a course that is so easy to follow, but not only is it very easy to follow and it's, and it's our experiences, but in the course, you're going to meet six other people, no, actually 10 other people that took it along with us. They are are in the journey, you're gonna, you're gonna hear about their wins, their losses, their successes, their pitfalls, and what's preventing them or has prevented them from making money in the media world. So in addition to that, we also understand the fact that we, and we wanted to bring this element to the secrets to broadcasting, which is to you. So for those of you who are very serious about saying, okay, I need to give this a go. I got a voice out there. It's time for me to let that voice loose and share my truth with people. And you also need to know, okay, well, how do I do this so I can support my family and make a business out of this, right? So we also tie in the spiritual aspect of it. So in the course, you will learn the specific steps that April and I use to that we connect with at a divine level to get that inspiration that really fuels us on a day-to-day -day basis that really gives us the creativity we need, that gives us the direction we need, and really also taps us into our future selves to give us the roadmap so we know that we know with predictability what the outcome of these are going to look like. And you will get that same essence and same feeling as we go through this together. Now, this course is for everyone. If you're a beginner and you have absolutely no idea where to start, or you've been at it, it could be for months or years, and you're not just, you're not feel like you're not gaining any financial traction. The easiest way to get to where you want to be is find people or a mentor or experts in the area that you are looking to become an expert in and model what they're doing and model what they've done in the past. And this is exactly verbatim what we have done in this master course. We've done this for 10 years. We've taken a lot of that out of the way for you. So you don't have to go through that same journey that we have. Okay. You can just go right there, pass, go collect your 200 bucks and hopefully a lot more out of it. Cut out all the <laughs> fat and everything that comes along with it. This is a really great time right now. We need people out there. We need people out there that are expressing their voices, because as you know, this is what your truth is, what will raise the vibration of the planet. And if we can collectively raise this vibration together, we are going to manifest everything that we're hearing out there. And so do your part. If this is on, if this is on your radar right now to have your own show to continue your own show and really give it a blast off take this course you really want to take this course because it will give you every specific step that you need and if you like our style which you know you, you <laughs> probably are right now because you're watching it and much love and thank you for that then just we're sharing everything with you we're putting it all out there for you so click on the link below you know what though yeah don't take our word for it forget about everything we just said <laughs> All you have to do is go down and watch all the testimonials yeah. of the people that have already taken the course and then make your own decision from there. Yeah. All you have to do is watch the testimonials, click the link and away you go. Much love to each and every one of you and many blessings. We'll see you next time. Thank you.